Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 210 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. You've listened to 209 episodes so far. Thank you for joining us for this penultimate 210th. <laughs> There'll probably be more after this. Uh, news is light, thankfully, for all of us this morning, this, this early morning as we record. Uh, we just started the second one. What could that be? Question mark. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 gets a release date. I thought it was like 2009-ish. Anyways, uh, more NES and Super NES games added to Nintendo Switch Online. There's a bunch of uh, abbreviations in there. Lord of the Rings Golem release date. Uh, and we have like a mini news section with some of these PlayStation Plus updates. Um I guess we'll just talk about some of the details of that of that launch so far and it hasn't yeah. come out here right it's still asia we yeah we've got a couple more weeks yeah we have to wait so we'll, we have to see what we're gonna end up getting anyways i am richard bergman one of your hosts joined tonight by joined this morning by uh young brant mckee newsmaster is it morning is it night who really knows when you this podcast is out in the universe for you to enjoy at any time of day multiple times a day if you would like please <laughs> Please do it multiple times a day. And Cesar Concepcion the second, lore master. Sure, yeah, I'm here as well. That is you. Mm-hmm. You are here. We're all here. It's Memorial Day. Yes. Happy yes, Memorial Day for for all. The, the closest we're going to get to a golden week in America. This is our golden week. No, what is gold? What does Golden Week actually celebrate? Is it fallen troops and such? Hmm. What does Golden Week actually celebrate? Is it sacrifices of troops and no? Okay, I, know, yeah, I have to look it up. I'm trying to figure out what the correlation to Golden Week. On a line. <laughs> He's lost on the lore. Yeah. You're dancing on a dangerous line. That's our we'll update us on the lore at a later date. On the true American Golden Week. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it is because it like shuts down. It shuts down everything. It's like a whole nationwide week off, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, need a golden week. Vote for anyone who is pushing for office who wants golden to, week to install golden week. So, are you adding that to your platform along with uh, uniting the Dakotas? Sure, why not? Yeah, it's not part of your platform. Megacoda. The Megacodas. Megacodas. Yeah, Megacoda is Carolinas. What if we play Halo one night against someone named Megacoda? I would salute and take that person's hand. They're on the other side. They they are hounding you repeatedly. They're always after you. It's like an objective game. They're just playing. There's like they're playing deathmatch against you, and they teabag the hell out of you every time they get you. Would it change sure. your mind on the Mega Coda? And they're no, not playing the objective. Anyways, so they're not playing the objective. I'm immune to teabagging. I, just... I, I was playing with somebody. I think it was a friend of the show, Dale. And at the very end of the round, they're just, they're hitting me with their weapon. Like, they're just like swinging the weapon at my body underneath them for some reason. And I'm like, that does nothing on this game. Who, who taught you to play Halo? If you are not just straight up and down (laughs) teabagging in this person, you're not playing Halo. Like, this does not bother me. You teabag me, I'm going to try to come after you. (laughs) Like, what are you doing with this weapon punching stuff? What game is this? No, I'm amazed at Call of Duty. We're playing the game wrong. All right, on to news. We have an update on Norman Reedus and the Incredible Fetus. Uh, he has <laughs> slipped up in an interview and said a Death Stranding sequel is in development. 
this comes from The Verge. We've known for some time that enigmatic game director Hideo Kojima was working on a new project, but there hasn't been much indication as what it might be. Now, however, it looks like we know after Norman Reedus let it slip in an interview, he's working on a sequel to Death Stranding. Do y'all hear that interference? Or is it just on my side? It's a weird thing on my side. I'm not hearing anything. It doesn't show up. Uh, speaking to Leo Magazine, what does Leo Magazine work on? Is that like a men's? It's Leonardo DiCaprio's magazine. Yep. Saving the rainforest one magazine at a time. Is that literally the lore we're going to pick up for this? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Speaking to Leonardo DiCaprio's magazine, Rita <laughs> said that <laughs> we're the news. This is the news. It's factual. Rita said that we just started the second one when asked about his work on the first Death Stranding. Before explaining just how much work went into motion capture, he said it took me maybe two or three years to finish all the mocap sessions and everything. It takes a lot of work. And then the game came out and just won all these awards, and it was a huge thing. So we just started part two of that. <laughs> that is a very Norman Reedus-ass quote. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how he would summarize it. So I think uh, in the follow-up, Hideo Kojima like put a meme up of, of him with the... I don't know the Walk of Dead people, but he's got a bat and he's over Norman Reedus. Like when they visited the that thing's near you, isn't it, Brant? The site of all that stuff. Uh, Sonoya. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's close. We can claim it. Yeah, we'll claim it as uh, Metro Atlanta. It's close to all of us. But uh, what did the captions say? Like, go get in your room or something. You've been yeah. bad. You've been bad. Get in your room. So I think something is is out that wasn't necessarily intended to be out. Death Stranding. You think it'll be like just straight into a Death Stranding 2 or it'll be a new spin on that formula? I still haven't played Death Stranding, so I'm not sure if if it wrapped up everything. And I'm sure with Kojima, he likes to extend lures and continue yeah. things, so... You're on your Kojima kick. I think he, I think you could slot Death Stranding in. <laughs> I need to pop hey. in like Cesar did. I need to pop in and play the PS5 one with the happy yeah. triggers and stuff. It's coming in that uh, PlayStation update. Oh. So. That's one of the games that's confirmed to be on that subscription. That's true. For PS4 and PS5, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, the Verge mentions that it recently got a director's cut and a PC port, so it is still a very active, um, still available, I guess is the better term. Call of Duty 2, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I'm sorry, the two, the green 2 and the logo drew me to it and made me say 2 faster than normal. Uh, November, or November, October 28th, platform still unannounced. (laughs) Could be coming to Wii U. <laughs> That's where we finally get our sequel we want. <laughs> I only put twos on the Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is one. This is the one for you. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that it's coming to most most of the platforms, you know, minus Switch. And I think they're doing cross-gen bundles, but you still have to buy, like, each individual version of the game. So they still make you buy the... PS4 and then the PS5. There's no like $10 upgrade or anything. Yeah. They've been doing that since the what Cold War was the first cross gen one. They've been doing yeah. that since the beginning, right? Yep. Yes. They did this last generation for several games. So I guess it worked before and they're just going to keep going with it. Well, from Xbox to 360, we had. Call of Duty 2 was on both, but the 
original Xbox got a different version of Call of Duty 2. No, they got Big Red 1 that year. And then the next year was Call of Duty 3, which came out on everything. Even that was out on Wii. Could we not get one of these for the... And Call of Duty 4 <laughs> came out on Wii. The The Call of Duty games are yeah. actually pretty solid on Wii. Yeah. And the servers are still up. Remember a couple of years ago, I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare on Wii on a CRT. I'm playing on this little tiny 14-inch. <laughs> those motion controls are actually pretty good. They implemented it well in in those. It's like they got away from the gimmick and they had an actual good style, almost like Metroid Prime trilogy. You know, they had a they had a good honed in yeah. first person shooter style. I think first person shooters really benefited from that control scheme. So would they do like a hypothetically if they did a switch one? Would they do like Skyward Sword where they're making you take the things out essentially, or are they gonna? Because you could still no. I think I think yeah. probably assisted gyro if anything. It'll yeah. just have that to where you could turn it on or off to where you could, you know, the the gyro control or. And it has two sticks, so you can. Yeah, it sh- could be playable like normal. It seems like an untapped market for them to get into. Why would they leave all that hundred? What did we say last time? Like 117 million switch consoles. It seems odd that they would just there would be nothing like there's not an offshoot. There's not a big red one. There's not a Call of Duty Wii edition type thing. Development, probably just that's time and money. Yeah, because at this point, the switch is. Pretty far behind the others, and I would assume it's a little harder to go back and develop for something that lower spec when you have all these these higher things. And yeah, you could you could probably, you know downgrade the resolution and whatever but probably get it run getting it running on that platform and actually running decently is is another thing another you know taking have you played any more of the of black ops classified or declassified on vita on your vita kick uh no i, I hadn't I, I put it in for that multiplayer for a little bit and then yeah hadn't hadn't touched it that's one i need to get because it's not expensive as far as vita games go no it's it's really not yeah, pick that one up. I remember it getting poo-pooed on when it came out. But I bet time has been kind to its campaign and things like that, especially for portable on-the-go play. Yeah, it's it's all right. It's not, you know, it's not um, Killzone. Mercenaries. Yeah. The Vita is not like the Switch, right? If I get the Japanese one, it's going to be, I have to hope it has English subtitles or English uh... menus, that kind of thing, right? I'd have to look into it because it's developed by Gorilla. It might already have English. I'd have to I'd have to just double check. But yeah, it's you know it's region free, and so you just be able to pop it straight in and everything. Yeah. All right, moving on from Call of Duty. Is anybody getting Modern Warfare Two at launch? Are we? I know you sung a lot of praises about the uh, that first Modern Warfare remake. So the campaign was excellent. I need and to go this... back through it again. Yeah, this they showed the the return of 141, and I mean, as far as Call of Duty goes, that was like the golden age yeah. for me when I got into it in 360, and I loved those campaigns. So I still have yet to go play that that um, remake of Modern Warfare. So really, yeah, I need to. I really want to because I know you. Like I said, you you talked highly of it, and I liked I liked those characters. I mean, the campaign was great and. The, the twists and, and things that they had in there were really good, so. 
the mission variety on this one was just so crazy. You'd have like this awesome sniping mission and then the next one would be stealthier and it was just it was a great mix of game gameplay. Cesar, you played uh Cold War and uh Vanguard's campaigns, right? Played <coughs> the two newer ones? Every recent Call of Duty campaign. Yeah. I know you get into the campaigns, but we together you you end up peer pressuring me to get into Call of Duty. <laughs> we don't usually get them until they're forty bucks or so. They drop not super I, fast, but there's there's always a sale I, to I be got had. That Vanguard when it was on sale, so yeah, I, I picked it up one. from Target. I've actually got that one installed. That was the one you had to that just had like the multiplayer on it, and you had to download the whole single player, single you had player, to purchase a single player. Oh yeah, and purchase it. Single player. I think it what? gave me the option to install which one I wanted to do, but the logo on the PS5 is the freaking Warzone thing. Like that's what that's what it shows on the. It doesn't show anything about Call of Duty Vanguard. It's weird, man. This yeah, is our last Call of Duty for like two years, so we could definitely wait for a sale. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna milk this one for a while. Yeah, Microsoft. <laughs> hey, we might get on Switch now. Yeah. 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 That might be one of their moves. Oh boy, here we go. Nintendo expands its Switch Online, Super Nintendo, and Nintendo Entertainment System service with three more titles. This comes from Nintendo Life. The awesome games we are getting are Congo's Caper from Data East in 93. Rival Turf from Jellico in 92. Yeah. For this, Both of those for the Super Nintendo. It's yeah. like It's like a very distinct licensing with these two, right? <laughs> Data East and Jellico games. Uh, it's like basically the games that come in those freebie, <laughs> that come in those $20 plug them in <laughs> collections with arcade stick. Look, look at that cover for Rival Turf, man. That's a day one buy. Oh, God. I'm looking at uh, Brant and Cesar, age 11, and very angry about the cafeteria's <laughs> lunch selection. Like, like they just left from a New Kids on a Block concert. Yes. <laughs> Cesar, we're going. Grab your windbreaker. We got to get out of here. I got my red bandana on. Let's go. We got some rival yeah. turf to take back. <laughs> we're taking the rough streets back from this new kids on the block concert. I know my way around the Omni. Uh, it's just an argument between who's better, new kids on the block or Marky Mark. <laughs> get your Marky Mark fresh ass out of here. You're debating your favorite dancer, yeah. your favorite boy band performer. Man, uh, and- nipples is superior. <laughs> And last but not least is Nintendo's Pinball from the Nintendo Entertainment System and 1983. Which is older than all of us, says yeah. are. <laughs> My favorite Very rarely does it do what? My favorite comment on Twitter was uh, somebody went on Nintendo's uh, page when they announced this. And was like, man, y'all, y'all, I think you put on there, y'all motherfuckers doing everything you can not to release GameCube games on the. <laughs> Why did they jump straight to GameCube games? I don't know. That's what, I just laughed because I saw that's what they do put on there. Y'all doing everything you can not to release GameCube games. Y'all gonna uh, most else. most <laughs> people are just wanting to get some kind of deal to where they can actually have Super Mario RPG on this thing. So, yeah. see, Super Mario RPG is is a hot and heavy one. Yeah, but they got it on the uh, SNES Classic. Yeah, somehow. Just wait though. I mean, if they ever get it, then they're gonna. It'll immediately move on to whatever, the, yeah, GameCube or whatever the hell the next thing is. What's the hold up there? Is it maybe some pending 
like we've been speculating that pixel remaster stuff is going to eventually come to all platforms do you think they would they would rope super mario rpg into their pixel remaster type thing isn't it just square i mean that's square that's had a hand in that a RPG, nintendo license right so they did that that's the one thing is it's nintendo's characters but it's square you know so that might just be they have to work out exactly how they're how they want to do that if they even want to because square has been releasing all those pixel remasters and whatever yeah. else and maybe they just say oh well if you put it on your service that's just that's not a, enough you know revenue or for us or you know they want they want the deal the way they want it or you know what has Mario RPG been re-released on? Cesar said Super Nintendo the, Classic. Yeah, that the classic is that last last thing it came out on. I don't even was it. Yeah, it was on the Virtual Console. I think I bought it on the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, yep. it was on the Wii and Wii U. We've griped about this before that, but the that Virtual Console was kind of the golden age. You got Turbo Graphics games. Yep. You got Rondo of Blood. You got all these rare Super Nintendo RPGs. You got Chrono Trigger for like ten dollars or something. Mm-hmm. We really didn't know how good we had it. <laughs> and then they, you know, eased out of it and that kind of stuff. Man, that did it. Did it not sell what they thought it would do? There's got to be a reason behind not know. supporting this stuff. It's like, geez. They add this to this paid service, supposedly, and it's just. I mean, is this what we get for a $20 subscription? Are we bitching because it's like the cheapest subscription out there? I'll pay more for know. better games. So, yeah, that's and not on me. All, all they decided that that would equal is different gener- different different consoles. They're saying the higher value, you know, if you want the higher value, you get that higher subscription, and then you get 64 in Genesis. And it's like, no, yeah. the libraries for these other two is still plenty to justify your your 20 or your what is the 50? Is it 40 or 50 for the the expansion pack subscription? I remember we talked about it one time, and I have legit never looked at it again. No, that that expansion pass, I think it yeah jumped all the way up to sixty bucks. It's sixty yeah. a year instead of twenty. Yeah. Okay, so they're saying the better value and the you know pay more, like Cesar said, I'll pay more for better games. They're saying that's your answer, pay more, and then you'll get bad versions of <laughs> Kirby sixty four <laughs> that break your game. Um, Zelda with that takes multiple patches to get a game from nineteen ninety eight looking decent on this hardware. It's funny you mention that because I saw somebody on Twitter on, recorded their video of Kirby dying in Kirby 64 and it just is in the water. And he yeah. did. He just kept floating around. There's nothing they could do. He hit like every <laughs> enemy and just kept floating around. They had to cancel the game. Yeah. That is more. Like, he was just drowned and just floating. Yeah. There's some kind of glitch in it. Yeah. It's it's like a stun lock or something on Kirby. And yeah, yeah. He, he can't interact anymore. He can't die, but he's just there. I'll, I'll send it to y'all. Somebody on Twitter. <laughs> Does that happen in the game? Can you yeah. do that in the six? No, in the sixty-four game. Uh, no, no, game. not the sixty-four game. This is a uh, somebody did a deep dive, and they can go and look and see all of the alterations that were made to the uh, emulator when these games are plugged in. And Kirby had little to no tweaks when they added it. Most of the other games had a few tweaks here and there, and then they added it, and then. Like you said, through other patches, they yeah. tooled with it some more and got them working better. But Kirby, they just were like, nah, just throw it in there. <laughs> All right, there you go, Richard. It's, a, it's literally a 10-second video. I'll just send it to you. You can watch it real quick. Just oh, turn Lord. it down because she's laughing the whole time. Yep. Is it one of your, is it one of your <laughs> screaming laughing people? 
She's just she's no. It's she's just wild. somebody recording on their like yeah. they're using their phone to record it on their TV. And yeah, Kirby's just floating dead through the water. <laughs> That's she pretty good. Kirby Kirby actually died. Oh, Kirby actually fucking died. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, that's morbid. He's just like caught in the. <laughs> yep. He's in the. He's. He he got caught in the undertow. Was pulled down. He's just dead now. He's. Yeah. Just, now he's in the live stream with the yeah. Aerith. Yeah. <laughs> he's just floating. He's just floating through the live I think, stream. I think. Yeah, I think they had to reset the game because it's like it's just stuck like that. There's nothing you can do. So. Yeah. Holy crap. I've I've seen that where they fought some boss and they just like. They get stun hit and then they're they're just stuck in the corner and like every all these other things are going on around him and Kirby won't move he just he's just stuck. Oh my gosh! What this is what your uh, your extra money you're paying for? <laughs> yeah, it's the dark it's the darkest timeline. I mean, well, we we could be that we could be those people where I think I went on eBay and you know how we were talking about splitting for the family plan like yeah. somebody's already doing it on eBay so like if you pay fifteen bucks they'll add you nice. to the family. And uh, for the thing, yeah, I mean, this dude's like literally that's what people are making money off of it on eBay. I just happened to randomly go in there, like, and it's so plus, you know, it's like $15. I was like, huh, and I clicked on there, and the guy's like, I'm not gonna send you a code, I'm just gonna add you to my family plan. Give <laughs> me 15 bucks. Why not? Yeah. That's there you go. You're at the mercy of you know, however long they keep you, but if they're good with, I guess they'll email you again in a year, like, hey, it's time to re up. Are you ready? Just send them 15 again. Money. Five dollars profit on each one because it's like if we break it down to eight people, it's ten bucks a person. So, yeah, he's charging fifteen. So, well, what eBay's getting ten percent. So I guess he's yeah. the time and the money, and that's still cheaper than a individual subscription. So that's the only way I'm going in is I'm going to make money on it or not. I'm not going to make money on it. I'm not going to be paying full price for what I would already be paying for the normal one. Yeah, yeah. it's like you said, you're just taking a gamble with somebody as long as they don't screw you over. So yeah. Uh, we're gonna do the Game Pass one. I think that Brand's waiting for the Game Pass one. <laughs> I'm not renewing Game Pass. Yeah, whenever the Game Pass one comes back, it's when I get back in Game Pass. So, the family one. I think it'll yeah, be around. I think it'll be out by then. By the time ours runs out. I think the only game I'll be missing uh, be Forza Five. That's the only thing I'll miss out on. So, but then I'll eventually buy that at some point. And I'm over here, never have joining Game Pass. So, I barely we've. Use it, so. We've touted how great it is, and it's, I think, for a lot of people not like us, it's incredible. And I know a friend of the show, Russell, doesn't buy a ton of games, and he plays a lot of stuff through there before Halo got his hooks in us. He was hitting up a couple of things. And then a friend of the show, Jeremy, still checks out a lot of stuff from there. He just went through Death's Door. I did not really think that was going to be oh. his kind of game, and he played all the way through Death's Door on Game Pass. <laughs> so, good way to check stuff out still. All right, uh, so which what is our um, game club game for June? Is it going to be Congo's Caper, Rival Turf, <laughs> or Pinball? <laughs> I looked at a video of Pinball. It didn't look it didn't look too bad. No, weird. It's like he's chasing around. With, it's, that's not even Daisy, right? Who the hell is that girl? It's like a I don't know. Story. It's bizarre, but it, it looked like a playable. Like think of early home console games. It was like Pong, and you were playing a tennis game, and you had Breakout, and then pinball would be a natural thing to try to simulate and i think there was atari pinball and stuff like that where you had the basically the block physics of arkanoid and stuff like that and then this nintendo one looks i mean that is a next step up in like a pinball simulation it's no kirby's pinball land but it looked it looked playable i'm not trying these out though 
I may have a hard copy of Pinball. I need to see if I have Congo's Caper. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't look awful, but it's no. still not. These aren't, yeah, the, all these games look playable. Let me, uh, we're poo-pooing all over these three titles. All these games look playable. It's not what people are wanting and expecting from, it, it doesn't deserve this big fanfare that they, you know, these unveiling these unveiling videos that they have of your next three Nintendo classics for Nintendo Switch Online. You're not thinking of these three titles at all. So, that's the point. I don't know, somebody out there is excited about Rivals Her. I used to play you know that as a kid. <laughs> it's a serviceable beat-em-up, right? Like, it's a yeah. playable... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of like uh, Streets of Rage, but... but it's the Super not, Nintendo not version. as great. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it would be your story, Richard, where some family member mistakenly bought you Rival Turf instead of Street... Um, <laughs> instead of uh, Fatal Fury. <laughs> I wanted Fatal Fury! They got me Rival Turf! This is the one you wanted, right? It's got the two angry kids on the front. <laughs> a guy at Toys R Us recommended it for me. I told him that they told him I was looking for uh, Fatal Fury, but this is all they had. I went for the one you wanted, but the guy at the store said this one was better. <laughs> How many times did that happen? I was not that retail person. I knew those retail people like, nah, don't get them that. Just go for this. I'm like, but they came to get something. Ring them up. Jesus, get them better. You know, back. Back early in the 90s was different, man. With, with shit sell out, they always like, we got to make the sale. Recommend something that's comparable to it. So. Or the, at Toys R Us, you wouldn't have the little pull tab thing. You try to find, they, some, you try they to they find something similar. Thing and it's like, you know, we're actually out of it. We just forgot to remove the pull tab. That was always a good time. I was disappointed a couple times in media play when I used to buy, try to buy stuff in media play. And they're like, oh, yeah, it looks like we don't have it. God damn, I miss media play. I would take a new media play all day long. Gift cards, man. That was my favorite spot for gift cards. <sighs> CDs. They Did they have import games? They didn't. We had to go to Fry's for import games. That's kind of a lost art, too. Having I mean, that Fry's we used to go to is gone, so. Yeah. That whole, I guess that whole era of like, go to the computer store and get your, uh, your CD drive expansion or your DVD drive, that, that era is gone. Uh, speaking of bygone era, somebody tell me about Lord of the Rings Gollum. Uh, so I believe this was a title we heard about maybe a year or so ago, and then we just haven't heard much on it. Uh, but Lord of the Rings Gollum is going to launch uh, September of this year for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series systems, as well as PC via Steam. And it will have a Switch version uh, later this year. Um, Those screenshots look amazing. Actually, yeah, it does. This is, this is the game where you uh, actually get to play as Gollum. Um, takes place... Uh, during the Fellowship of the Rings, you kind of play in the background as Gollum using uh, stealth um, to get around and, and yeah. like climb up these like, amazing uh, like set sceneries and things like that. Because uh, if, if you get a chance, look up these look up these screenshots. Uh, you have because he's different... like the ultimate. He's the ultimate survivor. Yeah. The ring like destroyed his livelihood and it consumed him and it keeps him alive, but just barely. So he's just like this ultimate survivor. Uh, you also have to deal with uh, his alternate uh, self, uh, Schmeagle, 
and the, like, the kind more of, the more humane side yeah. of, of the villain of the character. And you go back and forth, and I guess there's different dialogue choices and things like that to you know kind of sway whether you want to skew more towards the Gollum side or the Schmeagle side and things like that. I'm interested to see exactly how this how this game plays because it looks really really good. And a stealth type game with this character where you're just slinking around and staying hidden because he stalked the fellowship at a certain point. Oh, yeah. You uh, as you're reading it, Frodo keeps seeing these eyes in certain places or rustling in the bushes like he's he's very around them uh, at a certain point in the story. He, he catches their scent. So he's going to have a lot of I think he's going to have. The uh, survival type mechanics, maybe like a Tomb Raider or a Batman where you can like scan your environment, you know, just like a thing and and see what's in the area and i'm excited to see more from this okay here we go let's get into the playstation (laughs) plus stuff the new playstation plus stuff does anybody have a good summary of this overall because i i saw a little bit of news on twitter but i didn't click a bunch of stuff so aside from um the good the good stuff that we've been hearing about like uh I think I sent you or told you about a video, Richard, last week where somebody was going over. Uh, they have all the different aspect ratios as well as uh, that real uh, nice scan line filter and things like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of options uh, when you get into these games. Uh, the save uh, save state feature works rewind. really nice. Yeah, yeah rewind super fast. And they said it did the same thing on PS4. So it's like the same performance. It's not really leveraging that um, SSD or anything with that stuff. Yeah. Which is good and, news for those players. Yeah, and and other than like the uh, the fun little things that we've been seeing, like the the nod toward uh, possibly getting Dino Crisis on the service, as well as was it Resistance um, Retribution? Re- yeah, Retribution. The PSP title for the PSP got raided uh, South Korea, so. We'll, These are some deep cuts. I'm, yeah. very, I'm very pleased with. I mean, Dino Crisis shouldn't be, but it is at this point yeah. that they even acknowledge it. So it's be, outside of that new thing that's coming out, that's not Dino Crisis. <laughs> you guys wanted Dino Crisis so much, we, we release. We're gonna release not Dino Crisis. I know. I saw somebody post and and they had that banner photo up, and somebody was like, "It's Dino Crisis," and the other person's like, "No, it's that person from Exo Primal." Like so Exo Primal. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the game. I just know it's not Dino Crisis. <laughs> Uh, but amidst all of that, uh, it seems Sony has not learned their lesson from the uh, little PlayStation Mini, as a lot of the games are 50 hertz. They're they're that PAL version, and what's what's even weirder is there's a bunch of them that are PAL, and then there's some that are um, the NTSC. Like, I think it was uh, Tekken 2 was NTSC, but... And I don't think it was on that PlayStation Mini, was it? Or was mm-hmm. that one of the good playable ones? It's, I think they said it's, it's only the first-party games are how everything else was NTSC. And that seems extra strange. I'm trying to see... And the, was... the key thing is this this service has launched in a region that is an NTSC region, so they should have gotten... Yeah. I don't know. Everybody should be getting the NTSC stuff now, right? Like they don't. The Nintendo Switch Online stuff is not the old PAL stuff over there in Europe. They're not getting those. They're getting the real versions. So everybody's golf, Wild Arms, Jumping Flash. Um, what would be Intelligent Cube over here? 
as well as both Worms games, um, Worms World Party 50, and Worms Armageddon are all 50 hertz, uh, where it seems so that weird. yeah, Tekken 2, Siphon Filter, Abe's Odyssey, and Mr. Driller are the NTSC versions. We're not going to recommend alternate storefronts at this point, but there are versions of these games available a couple of clicks away, correct? Yeah. It is not hard to get a hold of the proper versions of these? No. It is fairly easy it's at this day and age. It still happens. And I mean, it's it's one of those things where I guess we just have to wait and see because Japan is the the next region where this subscription drops and if they get the exact same thing then unfortunately that's what we can expect i'm sure at the moment anyway is to continue to exact same thing i know where i'm just i'm trying to be optimistic do they think people don't notice they did in asia it was already in tsc so yeah they weren't a power region so so i wonder if these games like the ones we bought years ago on PlayStation 1 Classics. I wonder if they get re-released. Are we getting that original ROM that we downloaded or that we purchased? Or are we going to get one of these? Just, I think port, they're porting over the work's already been done. It's whatever the, the cheapest method. So. The cheapest method. Ugh. Let's hope that the internet bitches enough and they do some kind of patch. Yeah. Because, the, the, of course, the biggest thing, if anybody doesn't know, is... 50 is slower than 60 and that's that's the thing is the pal versions are technically worse versions of the games that most of us in a lot of the regions are are used to because pal was only used in in europe and australia i think i think like for a time i might be right i think australia had pal and then they became i think they eventually went to like ntsc region but or it dropped when everybody basically went to the the newer formats. Yeah, it's just weird. Go play if if you want a good illustration, like watch a video of somebody showing you Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh no, that might be the <laughs> one we could beat. We might be able to beat the slower Sonic. Slower watch, Sonic. Yeah, find a game that you know and love. Like, okay, I'll recognize this anywhere. Watch a watch the PAL version of whatever that game is, and you'll be like, this is not something's wrong here. Good illustrations. Uh, last but not least, Sony blames technical error for PlayStation Plus users cha- charged to upgrade discounted subscriptions. Uh, this was a big hubbub last week, I assume. Uh, this comes from Video Games Chronicle. The company had been penalizing some members transitioning to the new PlayStation Plus in, Plus in Asia. Essentially, you were able to stack if you had more of one versus more of the other. I think Cesar might be able to explain this better because he, he was able to utilize this mm-hmm. stackage. Oh, it wasn't even just stacking. It was people that bought, them, bought the subscription at a sale price as well. Right. And had added that on there. It was mm-hmm. it was taking away that added discount. It was it was charging them the increase to see that new subscription <laughs> displayed. And I saw some people that were having to pay like two hundred or five hundred dollars if they wanted to upgrade or even And they should have been good to go. <laughs> yeah, enlist in the service even though they yeah. Oof. Should should just been migrated straight over. Chief among the complaints leveled at Sony was that users who had previously purchased PlayStation Plus subscriptions at a discounted price were being charged extra to upgrade to a different service tier. Sony's been heavily criticized for lack of communication on the subject since the revamped PlayStation Plus service began rolling out earlier this week. 
on Wednesday at Publi- publicly acknowledged this. Due to a technical error, players in Asia who have previously purchased a PlayStation Plus membership at a discount have been incorrectly charged for their upgrade pricing. The error has been fixed and impacted players will receive a credit. Thank you for your patience. So this is in line with the rollout of a major new service, right? This yeah. kind of giving them grief about it being the cheapest way out, but yeah. these are things to be expected. Um, please direct your complaints to at Bungie. Uh, they are in charge of Sony's <laughs> online <Bungie>. service, <laughs> online services and Halo Infinite. <laughs> That's it for news. Is there anything else to add to that one? Uh, I think that's it. Speaking of Halo Infinite, the <laughs> weekly Halo Infinite update, uh, the new event is called uh, Fracture. Starts with an E. It's not Emergence. Oh, fracture But Whole. Fractured that's, But Whole. That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> Halo Fractured But Whole. I think it's like Endeavor or something. I don't know. Uh, there's a new. That was entrenched. Entrenched. There it is. Fractured and entrenched. Fracture. Why are they keeping with the fracture thing? It's like it was like Tenrai fracture. So I'm pretty sure it's fracture and ten, or entrenched or Tenrai entrenched. Either way, there's a new feature thing, and it features a mode called land grab, which we have all become big fans of. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun, and there's they seem to be quick matches. Um, essentially, you're playing to 11 points. There are three hills that can be claimed, and once they are claimed uh, for a point, they move on to a new... Well, you have three on the map, and then if one is claimed, it's off the map, and then the other two are in contention. So usually the way it breaks down is that these groups of three, somebody's taken two of three of the hills, and it's the first to 11. So it gets more and more tense. You know, you'll either get up a lead or you'll be trading back and forth. I think some of the best rounds we had, we would be tied at like six apiece, and then it would be going into the the final couple rounds. You've got your um, weapons, your power weapons on the main maps, like Behemoth and Catalyst. So if somebody gets the hammer or the sword, it could be they can make short work of the hill. Mm. It It seems like a lot of the hills, too, will end up being like a grenade fest. So... Sometimes it boils down to, okay, where can I hide in the in the corner of this hill to where a grenade maybe not kill me on first hit, just take my shield down type thing. Uh, but we've we've had some really, really good rounds on that land grab mode. I think this is a great one that needs to stick around. So Better than the uh, last douchebag standing. <laughs> uh, I think you're the only one that played that, sir. All the Halo players on the show, I think you're the only one that really gave the no. last douchebag standing a shot. I played it a couple times. You tried it out, Brant? Yeah. It's not a, not fun. The the leveling up seems much slower with this event. I know a friend of the show, Jeremy, he said he got to level 10 on that last douchebag standing. He only played like six or seven rounds, and he never won it. But this one has, this event has 30 levels to get through. <laughs> but it's like the samurai armor, the Tenrai fracture. It's got multiple weeks. So I believe yeah, it has but, four weeks listed that you can get through stuff. I give you that, but at least I moved up several levels when we did uh, our playthrough. I mean... The last douchebag standing, I took me forever to move up one level. So. Oh, really? So it was slower for you, it felt like? Well, because I sucked, so I died early. So. Jeremy said he I didn't get very far in it either. Like the points, because I had to sit there and watch the match. So if I left, I forfeited. So. Yeah, that's not... They need to learn that's not really the way to do those type uh, match setups. Uh, oh, I did get accused of being a hacker in the last week. That was one of the <laughs> highlights of my week. <laughs> 
I got called a uh, fucking hacker quote. <laughs> I was like, Nope. Uh, get better. His was my summary. Cause I don't really embrace the trolls. Like, Nope, get better. They were like, I saw you going through the walls. I was like, no, I'm on console. Get better. Then I got fucking hacker again. And then I sent back, get better. Have a great day. <laughs> that was it. And they have not reached back out to me. We owned this person though. I would have, I'm not reaching out to anybody. I'm not spamming anybody. Some I'll, I'll send good game here and there, like not as an antagonistic way, but um, yeah, th- th- we ate this person's lunch. We destroyed them on, I think it was a tactical slayer <laughs> with the battle rifles. And I went like 21 and three. So I could, I could understand why they were pissed off, but I'm not telling them about myself, but it's like, Nope, I'm just an old man on a console <laughs> playing a little bit of halo. <laughs> get good. I'm not this, I'm not this good. <laughs> you got to get good. So it's a, uh, it feels good to go off and be accused of being a hacker or cheating somehow or something like that. When you know, you don't, and you don't know how to hack. Like <laughs> I wouldn't know how to rig this up. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I don't even have the know-how. So I appreciate the compliment. You think I'm cheating the game that I'm <laughs> that good. So I'm really not <laughs> hang around for the next round. I'll go, I'll go six and 12 and then <laughs> you'll see the true me <laughs> and join, join the team. The thing with Halo Infinite too is it, it back catalogs your you have the library of matches. Like if you think I'm a hacker, go into that match and watch watch how it went and then see if that but that's not nobody's gonna think logically. Yeah. They're just gonna lash out at you via, via the chat messages. Uh that's my Halo update. Um the family popped in. I wanna call it Wii Switch Sports, but that's not it at all. Uh Wii Sports Switch. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, I think is what they're calling it. Yeah. Um, the family and I popped that in. There's four events. It's the Chambara. There's four events. There's eight events, I believe. It's Chambara, tennis, bowling, badminton. Soccer. Soccer, which we did not try. Well, we're not trying to sell the game, so we don't know all yeah. of them. Uh, I thought all of them would be four players because we had four people ready to go, you know, with the the Wii controller, with the Joy-Cons, with the little strap thing on the sides. So we're ready to go. Um, there are several that are only two players. Like, uh, was tennis one of them? No, tennis was not one of them. Badminton. Badminton's only two players. I guess the speed of the badminton flying through the air or something. So we kind of pushed those to the side just because there were four of us and we're ready to play four player things. We didn't want to, you know, be in the mindset of, okay, you guys sit this one out and then you can play the next one. We weren't, we weren't doing that. Um, You need next gen hardware to get the other two players. I guess. (laughs) Give me the switch pro so I can have Wii sports pro switch on that as a launch title. I need Brent on Twitter. Just spreading those uh, rumors. (laughs) Oh, you need an 8k TV for the switch pro. (laughs) Um, bowling is the highlight, I would say it still holds up and I don't think you could do this on the Wii version. Not everybody has to take their turn. You can simultaneously bowl. So all four of you would be lined up. You could choose whether to take turns or simultaneous. And it is awesome seeing everybody like everybody's in their own lane and you, it makes the game go so much faster. You can play a game in, you know, 10 minutes or so. It's so much quicker than the Wii one. And everybody's cool. everybody's bowling, and that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, of course, you know hijinks ensue. You have all these splits, and uh, my kids would get a strike, and it would be the biggest event in the living room. And it's just uh, it's super accessible. It's a lot of fun. I feel like the motion controls are very good. It, it has the right flow to it. 
Uh, tennis is very good. Tennis was another one of my Wii Sports favorites, so this one still holds up really, really well. Badminton's fun, even though it's two players. Uh, Russell and I used to play a lot of badminton like in the yard as kids, Sorry. and it was just fun. Do what? Sorry. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> we it was. We didn't play like competitive badminton. It was basically just like keepy uppy, and that's kind of what the game is like. Uh, but there are you can hold the R button on the back to do a drop shot. So as you're going back and forth, it's much quicker than tennis, you know. So as you're going back and forth, you could change up those shots by holding that, like secretly holding that back button and just like laying, you know, dropping one over the net. So there's and it it'll change. It's like a uh, change up in baseball. It'll it'll it the whole pace of the game will slow down with that, and then that person has to recover and. Sometimes your character would randomly fall like they would just reach for they would reach for the shuttlecock uh, even if it was, it was close to them. They would end up on the ground and then they wouldn't move. And then the person just slammed. It's like it's like, why did this happen? Like it was right there. Why did I fall over? Just uh, some fun hijinks. And we probably we probably spent two hours switching between the Chambaro is pretty good. There's a lot of tactics with like the sword stuff. I, I think that was in Wii Sports Resort, which I didn't play much of that one at all. I think it was way out of the Wii by the time Wii Sports Resort came out. Um, but it, the mechanics of it felt, you know, you have to you have to parry, you have to block. There's like an upward slash. There's like a diagonal slash. It's almost like Skyward Sword when you go through that uh, tutorial of like how you can hold the sword and stuff. And it, it felt like it reacted pretty well. But a lot of it just comes down to, you know, <laughs> that's what it distills down to. They teach the, you these actual tactics and then it just turns into... <laughs> trying to knock the person off um we never played soccer so i can't touch on soccer i think that's it but that is that is an awesome game get the digital for 40 or get the physical one with the little leg strap thing for 50 i know we're physical games media folks but they're going to be adding what golf and volleyball i think is the other one that's coming yeah, there's two sports coming down the road in an update, and I can really see us getting into golf at some point. But uh, that game is every bit what was advertised, and the callback to Wii Sports and that kind of stuff. It's it's very very good. Highly recommend, especially for groups. It's that perfect group party game, and we had we had plenty of room. Like you don't have to be on top of each other. Uh, we actually spread out. Cesar's been in my living room. I've got a larger living room. And the four of us wanted enough room for bowling. We didn't want to be right next to each other because everybody was like standing up and doing the thing. You know, we were doing the bowling thing and we all spread out across the living room and it saw us everywhere. There were never any like connection issues or anything or line aside or anything like that. It, it did a great job of registering where we were and our throws and all that stuff. So we switched sports. Excellent game. Should have been. Russell said it should have been a pack in. <laughs> it's good, though. But uh, those are my games played this week. All right. Uh, for me, I think uh, you touched on Halo. We played Halo. Mm -hmm. I missed you uh, Saturday, Brant. Uh, so I text Brant. I said, Brant, where are you at? And then I got a text yesterday morning saying, uh, I guess this is from last night. <laughs> Did you think we were recording? Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I, turned my sure phone, the context. I, I turned my phone on like, you know, two hours before that. And then all of a sudden I'm getting a text at. 10 something from you saying where are you at i'm like uh did where this I, just like how did this <laughs> how did this just now come through are we recording is this from last night what no context uh, no, no context uh message yeah right you were supposed to pick me up 
I'm downtown. <laughs> Brent, where are you? I'm at, at the airport. Where are you? Yeah, where are you at, man? You left. Uh, you left Richard at a soccer game. Still waiting at the field. <laughs> my soccer game. I'm sitting there with my empty. My juice box has been empty for like six yeah. hours. I don't even have grape stems left. I don't even have any grapes. Yeah, yeah. You just had the empty bag right next to you. Just waiting. Then when Brant shows up, I slowly open the minivan and like dejectedly drop my bag in. <laughs> hey, buddy. You forgot sorry. About it was so and so. You wouldn't forget so and so. You forgot yeah. about me though. I'm sorry, Daddy got back into the whiskey again. <laughs> <laughs> he needed eight hours to sober up, right? We can come drive. Eight hours past the soccer. <laughs> sorry. <match. laughs> Opium made daddy sleepy. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the worst Grant, be, Grant will be the one that's like, hey, it's your fault for playing soccer during my brandy time. <laughs> you spoiled-ass brat. <laughs> <laughs> I chose that time, and you decided to have your game during that time. Oh, God, this is horrible. All right. But every, day is, every day is daddy's whiskey day. <laughs> How was I supposed to pick a right soccer day? <laughs> Oh, oh god, we joke this is somebody this is somebody's past. We joke whether this is somebody's past. Um mm. outside of that, uh, did a couple rounds of uh Apex with Renee, second place, all like always. Non-stop. Oh my god. You need oh, a W, sir. Woo, first place loser. Yeah, first place losing. That's all we can do. I'm, uh, you got as close three. to winning as you could possibly get without winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Much mean, like me at the soccer field. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. I mean, it's always we're always second best. So, runner-up trophy. It's like yep. it's like when it used, it's like when I used to play uh, baseball back in the day and just get the runner-up trophy. You're getting it in Apex now. You know, you'll turn the corner at some point, and it'll be a sweet, sweet, just that super satisfying. <laughs> even even when you guys get second place, does uh, does Renee take you at least take you out to go get ice cream? I don't know, I should probably day. float that idea out there. So that loser chocolate dip cone. <laughs> I mean, the only, the only problem is I'll be like 500 pounds because I always get second place. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a tradition you want to start, huh? Yeah, that's something <laughs> the loser I want to do. <laughs> um, we we watch you week in and week out on the podcast. Like, Cesar, maybe maybe Apex is unhealthy for you, sir. As, you guys, as I you grow to really... my triple and quadruple chins as you look at me. <laughs> okay, we see Cesar's been playing some more Apex and not winning. Maybe change up your game or change up your reward. Richard's over here like, let me guess, you play some Apex. Cesar, <laughs> 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 you got like Jabba the Hutt. Oh. You got a little vanilla over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like Jabba the Hutt 100% all the way. You guys are going to get it one day. It's going to be a sweet celebration. I know our listeners are just hanging on. They're checking in every week. Like, so and Renee, they're going to get it this week. They're going to get it. Oh, my God. I don't know. One day, man. One day. Ice creams for winners. Um, Ice creams of, for winners. Sorry, guys. I pulled this list. <laughs> outside of that, I think randomly uh, yesterday, I was sending y'all some photos. I, I popped in that Pac-Man Museum Plus. How was that? Playing that. It's not bad. I mean, it's, it's on the... You can get that on Game Pass, Richard. Um, that might be your thing with your arcade stick. Okay. It, is, it works well with the arcade stick. It's, okay. Well, at least the classic ones do, because like it, it throws like a Pac-Man in like an arcade overview, and then it like you have like maybe like three or four cabinets, and like some of the games are locked. So like for you to unlock like uh, um, Pac-Mania or like Super Pac-Man, you have to like play like Pac-Man twice or something like that, and so. Um, 
I think so. It, it locks you into the older ones, and I'm not a big fan of the older ones because like every time I play the older ones, it's like, man, this is not fun. Because I think I played it so much when I was a kid, and I'm like, I got my feel of it. But oh, uh, still, still can't go back to it. it I don't know, man. It, there's so many different options to play arcade type games. So, oh, this um, inter- I'm sending it now via the Game Pass app. Thanks for the heads up. But this interface yeah, yeah, looks yeah. super slick. Especially since you're in your big arcade stick thing, it, it works yep. well with the arcade stick. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Awesome. Uh, the only thing might I get the, might get the kids to try this out too. Like, hey, this is one of the early ones. Yeah, let me know how how how, how they how, <laughs> how they feel about that. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, some of the I've only played the original Pac-Man. I never played like these offshoots outside of maybe like the Pac-Man Championship Edition or you know the arrangement like the recent ones like 256 and the Battle Royale. I played the recent ones. Uh, I never played Super Pac-Man. Like, some of these games are different as fuck. Like, Super Pac-Man was weird. Like, that's the one where you have to, it's like, a, was it Solomon's Key? You have to get keys to unlock corridors to get the apples. And there's no pellets, and then you have to get apples. So, like, everything's locked. I was like, I don't know. I guess they were like, when, when they made Super Pac-Man, they're like, all right, we're going to flip the script. And it's like, you have to get keys to unlock certain areas of the map to get access to the apples to eat. And I, it, it adds more to difficulty. I, I didn't play that too long. Um, and then I sent you a photo of, uh, I think, Pac- Pac-Land. I don't know what the fuck Pac-Land is. I think I've had that on Genesis. I never actually played it. So like, I, c- I couldn't get past the third level because like, there's a ramp where you have to jump <laughs> over the water. And no matter what I do, I cannot get enough speed to jump past the water. I keep drowning. I said, fuck it. I can't do it. It's <laughs> look on, look on GameFAQs. GameFAQs, 1992. Absolutely not. I'm not going back for Pac-Land. It's just going to be crickets in there. It's going to be one dude making fun of me. So it's coming. like, you dumb bitch. I'm like, I, that's... I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I, I got my feel of it. Um, and then I, I, I did the, like, you ever play, like, the Pack motos and Pack and roll remix? I've never played those. They're, like, arcade-based stuff. Like, you play, like, uh, like Pac-Man's in his ball form, and you're just, like, going through, like, kind of like pinball, and you're picking, you're eating pellets. And it, it's actually pretty fucking good. Uh, I think I played the first world of that one. I got lost in that one. So like the whole objective is you get all the power pellets before you you can unlock the gate to continue on to the level. And like you can collect all the power pellets, and they want you to kill all the ghosts. And it gets difficult because then you have like uh you'll have ghosts with a fucking power pellet on its head. <laughs> so like you have to get like the the ability to eat them to to get all the pellets to take it. So they add more of a uh I guess a, a difficult added difficulty. So I did that one. And cool that was take. pretty good. I think it was Pack Motos. And there's the rock, like the Pack and Roll remix, which is kind of like a, you have to push, you have like these pellets on the on the stage and you have to push them off the stage and you'll win. Holy shit. And you have to push them off the stage and you'll win. Um, and then like you'll get a boss where you have to just keep ramming them. I know it's kind of hard to explain, but like some of these offshoot, I enjoyed the offshoot Pac-Man games more than anything else. And I think the, the weirdest one was the Pack in Time, which was uh like looks like the Wicked Witch of the West sent Pac-Man back in time to her world. And I was like, that looks like Sonic 3D Blast. Like he's just running around like <laughs> Sonic 3D Blast. And like it gave you dif- different abilities like vines and a fireball and you can swim underwater. And like you have to get all the pellets to unlock the door. I, like I got stuck. Literally, I got to the bottom and missed like three pellets up top and I couldn't get back out. I had to restart the level. So, but it's, it's very arcadey. Like, it's one of those ones where it doesn't have a save feature. Just, you have to put in a password. And I think that's the only thing I, I maybe I'm missing it or, or something. There's no, like, save states. So, like, some of this shit is, like, like it's emulated. So, like, you fire it up. It's the original arcade game. So, like, if you, if there's some that'll save if you back out. And then there's some that it just, you're fucked. So, I, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know who did this. 
We're all kind of used to that at this point, right? Because we get save states and rewinds and all that kind of stuff for for stuff these days. And then the the other the other game I tried in there, and I don't remember the name of it. It's like Pac-Man Tetris. So it's like uh, it's kind of like uh, Pac-Man Tetris mixed with like Poyo Pop. So you have like the the pellets come down, and you can line them up, and then they give you one brick. You have to line up the bricks. So you have to kill the the ghosts, and then line up the bricks and clear those levels like you wouldn't a normal Tetris game. So they add the whole puzzle element. Then you'll get one where a Pac-Man Ooh. comes down and he'll eat the ghosts to clear up so you can line up more of the bricks and um, defeat the, you know, clear out the levels. I and never like knew there was a Pac-Man puzzle game. What's the name of that one? It's, re- it's really good. It's, it sounds it's, great. It's a Tetris game. Yeah, I was I was doing it for like 30 minutes. Um, I got to look it up and find out because I can't. I'm looking at the list of the games and the name, uh, the names of the games and I, I don't see it because like the names are <laughs> They're weird. all running together. Yeah, you know, outside of the, you know, like the, it's this one right here. Let me see what it's called. Oh, my God. All right, yeah, I, I'll figure it out and talk about it later. This collection uh, sounds uh, good. They've done, a, you know, outside of the core Pac-Man, it's like they do a lot of offshoot genres and stuff, kind of like Kirby, I guess, is the right correlation, but. Yeah. And I, I know mean, people is- people look back fondly on the 3D ones, like the Pac-Man World games that'd be fun to see those get a collection as well the platformers yeah it sucks that those are not on there either like the because there's two of those and i played those on ps3 and those were actually pretty good um surprisingly believe it or not yeah they were million sellers like i think the two copies i have are ones of platinum hits and the others are greatest hits for ps1 yeah yeah i mean even the not the ones i'm talking about i apologize richard yeah you're right on yours uh, the one i'm talking about someone for ps3 so and they came back and did those uh 3d platformers for those too so um those are what are those what are those called those are really good i think i bought digital copies of those uh okay i'll look i'll look it up and send it to you guys or i'll talk about it because i think that for games played i think that's pretty much it um i did my like star jedi fallen order for the minute time uh, (laughs) it's so good but i can never it never grabs me either is it is it pack attack which one the tetris one yeah oh that's the one, yeah. Oh, yeah, that looks good. So oh, that so looks good. Pack attack. It's, it's like it's a deep cut, man. And I sat there for like at least an hour playing that one. Got lost in that one, and then I think I ended up dying because it starts doing the Tetris thing where it speeds up. Yeah, you know, I'm just flipping stuff and trying to get in there. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, these are good Pac-Man games. I mean, I think I, I enjoyed. Uh, Richard, the, the game's called Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures for PS3 and 360. I remember that coming out. Yep. Yeah. Um. They, yeah, they made two of those. Uh. So yeah, I mean, I've had more fun doing the the offshoots, like you guys said, than the original ones. And they make you play the original ones to kind of unlock some of the offshoots. So they kind of like want yeah. you to go in there and play the original ones. But you don't have to. It's not like bad. It's not bad. You only like play it twice. Right. And so after that, I got everything unlocked. So I think after about thirty minutes, you can get everything unlocked, and then you just go in there and play the hell you want. So that's cool. Um, it doesn't it doesn't gatekeep you for long. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, they they want you to to try everything type situation. Right. Yeah, outside of that, that pretty light week for me. So I'll, I'll kick it over to Brant to finish up, and hopefully we can get this done. Yeah, less than uh, an hour and a half. Brant's got food to cook. I'd say that Pack Attack actually looks really good, and it. Yeah, I think they, we're all gonna end up playing that this yeah, afternoon. <laughs> they had it on SNES and Genesis and Game Boy, and so that was pretty damn cool. We should all um, take pictures of our pack, various Pac-Man collections, <laughs> and use put that on our Instagram. <laughs> Brant, um, thanks for keeping Instagram alive, by the way. I, yeah, yes, Brent, you're doing what I can. Keeping our Instagram. Oh, jeez. 
I forget and I see something pop up. I'm like, wait, that's our logo. <laughs> what, what happened? So uh, this week I didn't I didn't play a whole lot. Um, I tried to play a little bit more of uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. That whole mother base um, resource management and managing your people thing is is kind of ticking me off because like you need to do like really specific shit to level up each of those departments and i don't have high enough level people in the um the mess hall the you know to create enough food to sustain everybody else right so now people you know now it's freaking out and every time it tells me you know you don't have enough resources you know people are gonna get get angry and leave and that's like that's uh brand you're experiencing like one of the early cell phone games man that's all you're <laughs> like this is the people this is like the meat and potatoes people love now so. yeah I'm like, this like is, i just want to experience this is bullshit <laughs> let me let me experience the story stop giving me this bullshit inside yeah <laughs> i w- always thought about when a, a mechanic like this w- was in a game and cesar i was jealous of you had like a bus commute for a couple of years and you got in so much handheld time yeah like brant yeah, Brant, this would not be annoying if you were getting on a bus for like 30, 45 minutes and you yeah. just knew you were going to pound that bit out. And then when you got home, you could do the parts that you enjoyed and not do this, you know, this repetitive type nature. Yeah. But it would be it would be something that you would do like on a bus or a commute or something. Yeah, and that would be fine. But sitting down and trying to play it and then having to stop what I'm doing to go out of my way and grind certain things. And it's it I I, I get that and I get. You know, because it was on a handheld, it probably worked better on a handheld because mm-hmm. this that aspect of it is is really turning me off. And it really <laughs> it really does make me just want to look a synopsis up of the story or look up one of those videos like the YouTube thing and just go through all the all story. Cut beats. All cutscenes YouTube. Yeah, I love those. Yeah. Full movie. <laughs> and just and just go straight to um, I think the next one's Metal Gear Solid five. So. Um, yes. Out of Peace uh, Walker. I, I may get back into it. I did uh, just get to the part in the story. I mean, I'm still really relatively early into the game. Um, but I got to the part where you can actually recruit uh, somebody that is Hideo Kojima. You can find him in like a little truck and he just goes, you know, Snake looks in the this back of this truck and he goes, what are you doing here? And <laughs> And then it, he said, <laughs> Mr. Kojima, and, and then Kojima comes to your mother base. And it, even cool. in his bio says, you know, something about he's a game designer. And so. Very cool. Uh, and I think you get a trophy huge, for that. Does it say huge Norman Reedus fan? <laughs> yeah, that's that's where he started making death training was on that mother base. <laughs> you got a trophy? You got a trophy for doing it? Yeah, I think you get a trophy for doing that. Um. Other than uh, that, I actually, my son, um, I've been getting a little impatient about one of his birthday gifts, and I kept saying, "Oh, you want an early birthday present? You want an early birthday present?" And then I just I'm like, sure he would said change. No. I would change my mind. Uh, but he did. He did very, very good in school. He got all A's and B's. Oh, yeah. um, he did very, very good on his end of year tests, and. As kind of a congratulations, I was like, okay, fine, you can have your early birthday present, which was a uh, Aqua Blue uh, PS Vita 2000, which he was actually pretty excited to get. Awesome. 
uh, along with I couldn't just give him the system. I gave him a decent catalog of games, and there is at least a few more I want to get, but they're they're the more expensive ones. And I'm, I'm wondering. Gonna, I'm going to say the ones you gave him are a pretty definitive, Vita yeah, exclusive library. The, those those the, were a good selection. The last few that I did want to give him, um, because let's see. What I gave him was, uh, of course, Uncharted, uh, Golden Abyss, PlayStation All-Stars, Persona 4 Golden, the Metal Gear HD um, collection there, PS Vita, uh, the, the the little big planet Vita, uh, Killzone. Both, both of those Metal Gear games are on the cartridge, right? Uh, yes. No uh, Metal Gear Solid uh two and three and it also has the original metal gear one and two in that uh in that menu on there you can play those yeah. uh how's gravity big, rush how's that little big oh, gravity rush is incredible how's that little big planet on vita pretty good i mean they they a couple years ago they killed all of the um online services that's right so there's not a lot we, of the other stuff you can do, but it's still a good game. Surprised we don't have a like a live service for you to play Little Big Planet these days. But I know they're focused on dreams. And aside from that, I did buy him a couple games digitally on there. I went ahead and bought him the Sly collection because it was like fourteen bucks. Yeah. Digitally. Um, via that storefront, and then he also got Legends of Dragoon and of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Of course, <laughs> the the other three games that I physically were, were was looking at um, was that Ratchet and Clank collection. But again, that might that might just be a digital purchase, just because that collection is pretty dang expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, God of War collection. Um. We got and that free at some point. Do you you don't have the free one? No. Okay. But I have both versions over here. I've got the PS Vita version and the um, PS3 version. Yep. Uh, and Tearaway. Tearaway was a great Vita game. And of course, like the first game he starts up and and starts to play, which I have no problem with because it's still one of my favorite games of all time. Was Symphony of the Night, and he's He's gone through, and I'm giving him tips here and there, and telling him where to go. And is this his first playthrough? Yes, he's he's very cool. He has started it a couple times. Yeah, I think one of the first times I um, pulled up my Saturn version and was playing it, and then I just kind of handed him the controller and let him go around. And then at some point, I started a game for him and let him play, and he got to the library and stopped. But now he's kind of slowed down because he's gotten to the inverted castle and he's getting to stuff that's a little bit harder. Yeah. But um, and then he just randomly threw in Metal Gear and he's like, which what how do I play? You know, where do I play? And I'm like, start with three if you want to go in chronological order. Mm-hmm. So um, don't shoot us a lot. Yeah, it'll make sense later. <laughs> um. And then, other than that, the the other game I've been playing 
is a game called Infernax, hmm. which released, I believe it was earlier this year. Um, it's uh, like a 2D side-scrolling action adventure. Infernax. Yeah. It's <laughs> very much old style in the vein of uh, Castlevania. Um, it has that bullshit knockback when you get hit by enemies and stuff like that. But you actually have like a little little health bar and everything. Um, you can play on either like a classic or standard mode. The classic is like a old style um, game where you'd you know you've only got. Uh, a certain amount of health, you know, if you if you die, you lose some of your stuff and whatnot. Mm. Um, whereas the standard, I think it's a little bit more forgiving. It gives you an extra continue and things like that. Um, as you run through this game, uh, you play, like, you can name your character, of course, whatever you want. Um, by default, I think it's Alcidor. And he's he's come back home from the Crusades, only to find that the land he's returning to has been infested with all these monsters and demons and things like that. Uh, so, of course, you fight skeletons, zombies, all sorts of crazy demons. Uh, it's a little gory. You know, you as you're fighting Ooh, these things, blood is splattering on him. Yeah. Um, there's uh, moral decisions, too, because you can pick up little quests and you can choose to, you know, be be good or evil and things like that. And I think the, the game's got a bunch of multiple endings because I beat it yesterday, but I don't think I got like one of the full, full endings. So and I started another like a bad playthrough uh, the other day. So I'm still kind of playing around with it. It's. It's a really damn good game. Hmm. It looks like it's on Game Pass, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we talked about me not using Game Pass. You guys might have recommended two games to play. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good. It's, you know, it's one of those where platforming, you got to be precision. Uh, but it's it's a damn good game. But that's it for me. All righty. You guys got anything else you want to add? Nope. Infernax is 525 megs. <laughs> Brand. What's yeah. on that disc you have? <laughs> they could have put the back it, of the disc how big it is, too. They could have put it on a CD-ROM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. Adios.